You're listening to local programming produced in KUNV Studios. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. What's up, everybody? Welcome to ROFL! <laughs> A show about motivation and being yourself. That's right. What does ROLF Reach out for love. Show about motivation and love. Being yourself. Being yourself. How do you be yourself? I don't know. Let's find out. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Hey, yo. Welcome back to the show. We are back. This is the best radio show at the university, yeah. hands down. It's the best one because we're on it. That's how that works. <laughs> That's how it the works. The guy who runs the studio is the guy co-hosting the podcast. That's what makes it the best, it's right? It's all a marketing it's, it's all scheme. Mo- yeah, I'm actually a major grifter. We're I'm, gonna ac- be... I'm actually a billionaire and I haven't said anything. We're going to be getting all these comments coming like, what do you mean you're the best? I'm cosplaying you can't claim poor. that. Yeah. Which one? I'm cosplaying poor. I'm <laughs> joking. I'm actually poor. I hope you guys are doing great out there. Today we're going to be talking about boundary setting and, you know, following what you believe in. Like we were talking about last time, we kind of like ended the last broadcast yeah. on, on that topic. I really like that topic, though, like boundary setting. I feel like as I've gotten older, the boundary setting has gotten easier almost. Yeah, and to an extent. Like when I was younger, I was like, oh, I can't say no to people because like we were talking about last time mm-hmm. saying no. When I was younger, I was like, I'm a people pleaser. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to say no to people. But now I'm like older and I'm like, when I say no, that means. Yeah. That's a good thing. Complete sentence. Period. <laughs> yeah. No. It's yeah. Like, you know what? That's a good thing. I'm going to yeah. stick to my guns on that. Yeah. Because it's not selfish. It's just people saying that it is because they don't get what they want. Well, yeah, it can be selfish sometimes. I'm used to very like surface level, like not a lot behind the eyes kind of uh, uh, selfishness uh, that I have to set like very, very like almost like the simplest boundaries. But in and but uh, like my my reaction to oh then you know they get mad and they it, they blame you about it is like that's that's yeah. how that's how simple and childish that the stuff that I have to deal with on a regular basis really honestly unfortunately is that like childish that not coming from me but that I have to deal with and this it is so childish yeah, that I, mean, I just get so frustrated and I I don't know it shouldn't be a problem like setting setting a boundary shouldn't make make us feel guilty or shameful but like like that's that's how we were raised out here it's important to set boundaries sometimes that's where that's where the no can be not selfish too it could be selfish it could be not selfish in terms of like are you taking care of yourself like yeah sometimes we do need to set those boundaries sometimes we don't have to set those boundaries but we do it anyways because yeah i mean it's good to take care of yourself and it's good to take care of others i feel like there's like a good balance in between too because in my experience, sometimes I'll say no. You know, we create our little bubble yeah. and then we don't want to pop our own bubble. Like we don't want to get out of our little comfort zone. Sometimes it's good to get out of our comfort zone and a say little, yes. A little nudge outside of the comfort zone is always good. Like, yeah. like pushing our bubble is always good to like just force ourselves out in the open is like the the quickest way to make sure that we never do it again or yeah. that it or that we don't do it for a long time. Right, right. So it's like incremental risk taking is kind of like a good way to I think I think about it that way like 
make a tiny risk, you know? It's actually hard for me. Nothing irresponsible, just a tiny risk. It's hard to know when, when we're supposed to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I'm so used to saying no to something. And yeah. And I'll be like, well, actually, I say yes to, like, almost you everything. You do say yes to tons of things. But... Like, to your detriment, you'd say yes to tons of things. <laughs> I love it. You love saying love <laughs> you love saying yes, and then I'm you're the like, yes and then you life. look at your plate, and it's like a mountain of stuff, and, and you're I'm like, okay why did it. I say, why did I, yeah, I'm, this is fine, the dog. <laughs> while the house is burning like yeah, it's yeah. literally you i've like having been on this it's show true. with you for uh for a while now it's like i hear about everything i make it work though you make it work but like at what cost like my own sleep yeah dude like if you if you if you're like if you're hurting yourself it's okay it's know, not like it's, a, not it's only a problem when it's only when a i'm problem when i bring it up and you're like no <laughs> when it's it, not a problem no it's only a problem when it affects your well-being in a way yeah. like if i'm happy well, that's my entire i feel like point. i'm okay well yeah but i'm my well-being is great i feel good <laughs> i feel like sometimes you, though i do think about it like you're like, like i feel good about it and you come in here being like i don't want to do video i don't look good i also i'm tired <laughs> i actually put on makeup today and my hair's done i was surprised that you like i've very rarely seen you with makeup on yeah i don't usually wear makeup but because i met a makeup artist mm. she has been teaching me how to apply makeup and we might start on like our own little mini show i don't know how it's gonna go because every single week we we film like one thing and then mm. it's like the we're still on the intro it's like a month oh, later okay so it's, <laughs> we're figuring it out <laughs> uh-huh. she's a creative director so she wants it to uh-huh. look a certain way yeah yeah she's got a style that she wants to do yeah That's but cool. i mean i said yes to that i didn't yeah, of know what the time commitment was going to be. So I feel like sometimes it's hard for us to say, like, well, like okay, like last time I was talking about that, the person who told me to, I shouldn't say uh, With that song? Yeah, yeah, with the song. Which you told me more about in detail off mic, and it's disgusting. Like, I, 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 I felt gross hearing you say the words, and they weren't words that you... That I would ever say. Ever, A, ever say. Yeah. B, like, never perform, like... I yeah, right. Even... Like I didn't even say I didn't even have my my like Bosma in. And I told him before, I said, Hey, you should find someone who really connects with your with your with your message, you know, not not just any singer, find a main singer who really can sing those parts and right. actually enjoy Yeah. If like singing. if this is a passion project in some aspect for him, yeah. Then he should find those like similarly passionate people. And and I think that's that like lesson. Literally put out a casting call. Like that's literally what they're for. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that mm. I learned that never say yes to something unless you know what you're saying yes to completely. So that's a lesson that we like jokingly got taught in like elementary, middle school or something, because some teacher offhand was like, if anyone ever asks you to to raise your hand and say yes, and they don't give you a whole lot of information. Uh, never do it. Um, and we're just like, why? And he goes, that's how you end up in the military. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, don't, don't say yes if you don't know what you're saying yes to. Like, Yeah, it's hard sometimes because it's if sometimes it comes from people you trust. Sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, this person would understands me and understands where I'm coming from and yeah. everything. And then... And then they say, hey, let's do this. You'd be like, okay. But then you realize that, oh, wait, hold on. They have another side to them that I didn't know that they think that I'm cool with because we've been cool for like a long time. Yeah, and yeah. then you realize, oh, we don't really connect on this level. Yeah. And you find that out later. So you always got to like, it's a, it's hard. You always got to be on your toes because you can't ask all the details. Up yeah. Sometimes. I don't even like phrasing it like, oh, we got to be on your toes because like I, it doesn't help anytime ever it doesn't help if you're like suspicious of a person you're getting yeah, to know 
it's like it's like you just be observant and like just like common sense and like whatever. It's difficult. It's complex. You know, I just don't want to. I don't like to be like I deal with enough anxiety and depression naturally. I'm not trying to in in like introduce more like doomer thinking in viewpoints into my like into the way that I socialize and like how I meet people and right and and how I think of them as I'm getting to know them. I really try to. Um, not like blindly think the best, but like don't, I just don't assume malice. Well, no, yeah, because I, going in though, it's like, we, there's like a limit, I guess. Yeah. Because whenever I think about how I was viewing this person before they asked me, then after they asked me, mm-hmm. it was like a full trust, like at the beginning. And yeah. then at the later, I was like, wait, uh, boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let's you're set like, boundaries. You're, you're very comfortable with this very icky song. Okay. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's just like that, that. That was a good lesson for me to saying no, like ahead of time, but learning more about what exactly people want to get me to be part of. Yes. And, and there's a lot of things we have to say no to getting when we're getting older that I'm realizing wow okay there's a lot of things i gotta say no to yeah, yeah. or okay here's another example mm. i went to an event oh just like a concert for example mm-hmm. i went to a concert i'm really happy i'm going over there and then all of a sudden people start shoving and pushing and then i'm like what the heck i mean like this is not one of those fun like concerts yeah. where people are supposed to pu- yeah push it's not a show. moshing show yeah, 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 yeah it's like one of those like hey let's be like calm and collected and so enjoy the music <laughs> yeah and enjoy and, the yeah and each other's company you know yeah. and when they started pushing it totally switched my whole mood mm-hmm. like i went from like i love this place to i want to i'm, I I'm so angry yeah <laughs> i want to go home dude, yeah. immediate irritability dude i i feel that completely when i when something just pushes me like we're talking about like making myself feel like a little comfortable in a rather like in an otherwise like even a little bit uncomfortable situation there's you know push out the bu- the bubble a little bit but then when stuff just like takes a, a real turn then my so does my mood i generally i know that introvert and extrovert is just a myth or from what i've heard but it's just an expression of like it, it, it's more in, introvert and extrovert the best i've heard it explained is introvert is you spend more time uh in your head and then extrovert is you spend more time like out in the world. Right, if right. If that makes sense. Like, Yeah, the, yeah. exactly. Because there's not really a one definition. Yeah, of the inside person. outside is just your environment. But the inside outside in the base definition is more so introspective right. versus, um, right. I, I guess, extra, extra. Yeah, you explained that really well. Yeah. yeah. I like the way Wesley explained Thank things. Thank you. He always... I took that from somebody else who explained that so well that I picked that up. So, <laughs> But for me, it's like I'll hear it and then I'll forget it. And then when I, when I see it or hear it again, I'm like, oh, yeah. That that's then, how I am with people's names. Oh, like I, yeah, meet, I, dude, I meet people like all day, every day with with my job, and so some of the same people. But you know, people bring guests on their show, and these guests are almost always like new people. You not see a lot. a lot of people. I do, and I struggle to remember everyone's name right away. So, like, literally, I'll meet someone, shake their hand. Oh, what's your name? All right, cool. Next person. Oh, what's your name? All right, cool. And then go back to the first person. I don't remember what your name is. I'm really it's been impressed five seconds. I don't remember. By people who remember all the names. Like, like literally, there was this mm. girl at this place I, I went to, and my friend introduced her to all, this whole group of people, and I was one of them. Uh-huh. And she just remembered everybody's name. I was like, what? Right off the jump? Oh, right it couldn't be me. Couldn't be was, me. It was insane. Good I was like, her. man, that's so inspiring. I need to be like that. I need to be more like you. Yeah. Because people's names, that's a big That's a big thing. If you remember someone's name, that makes a really good impression on other people. Yeah. And it's not like you don't respect them by not remembering their name. It's just like, 
it's a difficult thing to to teach yourself how to do like on the spot. But I hate I want to like be able to I hate hate is such a strong word, but I want to be able to see someone, remember their name, and know everything about them in that moment. It's just I love Jeez. I would love that. I just love that skill. I want to know like, everything about them in the moment. That's kinda... Well, no, I mean like if they say, "Oh yeah, I'm this." Well, I can I can oh, remember. You mean like if they're like if you like are having like your first conversation and they're just kind of giving you like a bio about themselves. Yeah, kind of thing? I oh, okay. I always remember the bio yeah. and their face. I okay. don't remember their name. For I do that reason. a lot too. I'm like, you look familiar, and then I remember just like, your whole life story, but I don't remember your name <laughs> dude i remember like really weird details about people i went to school with yeah and it's like none of it's ever like oh, i remember you the horrible it's just always just like all like i'll learn random little trivia about people right right and even if i've like not talked to them in decades i'll just be like i remember that about you that reminds me of marketing because what they do is they'll like, you'll remember someone on tv based off of like one thing not, yeah. not their whole life story right like oh yeah you're that guy in that movie yeah. or that commercial i remember you well yeah i mean that's also like how they're in a public space so that makes sense like you could get famous from one thing yeah. yeah and then and then be only known as that thing but yeah it's it's interesting that people remember you for that and so that that's where saying yes and I wonder what people remember me for. Just like random radio, radio guy. Well, That's yeah, I just, I just mean like randomly in school because like you never know how like what people will remember. And like That's I'm true. saying, if That's I'm true. It, not to be like not to get in my own head about it, but like if I can remember like really random details about people that I'm like not otherwise connected to, I'm curious what people like what little like nuggets of information people have like remembered about me. I've always actually been worried about that growing up. I was like. I don't want to be known as the only one oh, thing. I yeah. want to be known as, that's why I'm so like, yeah. ah, everything. Yeah. But like, I've, I've always thought about that. Cause I'll look at my, uh, for example, my professors, I'll remember them. Like, they're so amazing. They're so, they're such beautiful souls. Thank you for teaching Thanks, me Jesse everything. Thanks, Jesse McCartney. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> you said beautiful soul. I'm sorry. Um, I'll remember them as one thing. And then I'll say, okay, I want to make them proud. For some reason, I have this big thing where I'm like, I want to make everyone who's ever taught me anything as proud as can be. So I want to be able to just it's a great, do the best thing. That's a great, like, like guiding viewpoint, but also, like, I hope you're not taking that, like, like a perfectionist Wesley, route. I'm fine, Wesley. Yeah, yeah, you sure about that? How I actually... Feel, how, do you, how does that make you feel? I like I like the song, <laughs> Living on the Edge. By, by Aerosmith? Um, no, I think it's by... Shandy Simone. I don't know. I because Living on the Edge is also an Aerosmith song, which is why I. Oh, yeah, maybe, it. maybe is that how they sing it? How do no, they sing it? Oh, I because I remember, no. I remember, I remember look, looking at the Aerosmith version too and being like, "This is not the song I was looking no, for." <laughs> no, it's just more popular than the one that you were trying to find. Yeah, I think, I think mine's in a movie, but I love to live on the edge and follow the dreams. So whatever is right in front of me that I could say yes to, like, yeah. What about yeah. what about like what about performance reviews uh, that we and can jobs and boundaries with performance reviews? Well, I don't know about I don't know exactly what those two have to do with each other. I'll tell other you. other than <laughs> I was gonna say you probably you sound like you got something in the chamber, but <laughs> my 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 first thought is like just having like work life boundaries. Yeah, before that. before yep, there's even a performance exactly. review, you have the work life boundaries. Yes, which I'm grateful that I can set my own pretty pretty simply with my position. But I've definitely been in jobs where um, they don't care about 
any individual person. They care about the financial bottom line of the company. And, yeah. and otherwise, everyone is just uh, a person in a chair, a person at a computer, a person in a, in a cubicle. Yeah. And we've talked also about like never taking whatever they say on your performance review personally. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, work-life balance and then performance reviews. But the reason why I'm bringing them up is because when it comes to boundaries, as in set boundaries on your work-life balance, basically. Yeah. So don't don't feel bad for taking care of your life, but also uh, put in the time that you that you should into your job as well so yeah. you can keep it going strong as well. But there's like there's a balance there and it's hard to find it sometimes. For example, if you're having a hard time finding time to to if you feel tired, sick, and mentally exhausted, just all these things, you, your body's telling you something and you got to take care of yourself. Don't feel guilty for taking that rest day or that day off or like, you know, sometimes we need that even though we can't have it all the time. I was going to say our our, unfortunately, our our work expectations or the expectations placed upon us from a lot of, of a lot of our uh, a lot of our work environments uh, yeah. don't they ask so much of us or demand so much of us, be it uh, time or energy or or whatever we whatever we bring to the table that they they take too much and we don't have adequate time to like do the things that truly bring us rest right. rest and recharge because like rest is not strictly i'm napping or sleeping rest can be a, a, a like an active thing and for functioning just yeah to function in yeah general. like yeah. like rest like something restful for me is being able to like uh, some days i i'm able to like start my work day at like noon which right. means i can wake up you know, not late in the morning, but like, you know, nine, nine thirty. And I can take my time getting through simple morning routine of shower and eat and do this and that, the other. And, you know, that takes like two hours at least. Yeah. Like well, it, not not being so uh, like hurry up and get it done already and just like taking your time. Like, I think just learning how to take take back taking our time. It's almost right. like we're not allowed to or we're like somehow feel guilty or punished for wanting to slow down, wanting to even temporarily take certain things off of our plate or like we're saying, establish certain boundaries or find a work-life balance. And it's like we want these things inherently like we can feel them in ourselves, like our bodies telling us like you're telling like you're saying our bodies eventually tell us no, you're, you need this or right. this is actually just happening and it's like happening to you now because you didn't do it for yourself. It reminds me of a book I, w I want to read, but I've heard about it called Rest is Resistance, which pretty much takes that whole idea of like, we live in this type of society organized this way and here's, here's us doing our very, very best and trying to rise to all these occasions and meet all these challenges and expectations but it's coming at a cost that we need to, like, we need to resist, like, everything being thrown at us so we can carve out, like, time for ourselves, time to rest, time to, uh, you know, just be humans and do human like the do humanity without it being like work related. Right, and and the reason so. 
for those of you guys who don't know, I have over six years of analytics experience. And I feel like when I was working the, that position, I was just sitting down all day. So for me personally, mm -hmm. I feel like the rest part could be maybe my my body is not meant to sit down for that long We're every not. single day. We like literally are not made to yeah, sit like, down that long. Yeah, they they found that out scientifically yeah, as you well. Yeah, can't, you can't, it's like, it's sitting and standing. Like it, we're, mm -hmm. we're not meant to be like motionless. Right. Like, yeah, not so, like consistently. Like, yeah, exactly. Extended periods of time. We need to get some of that physical activity because yeah, I feel the blood like- flowing. I have way more energy when I'm not going and sitting at the job. And I could do a lot more, I felt like, because I started working from home for mm. for like two to three years there at the end of it. And then I was like, wow, I have, I'm doing a lot more stuff. I'm more productive. I could have been doing this this whole time. Right, yeah. exactly. I have a friend of mine. They started, they were working from home. And then their job was like, oh, we want you guys to come back into Boo, the office. No, you don't. And they find that their productivity actually decreased yep. after that, even mm -hmm. though they're like, they're, they're there, but they're not mentally there and they're ex physically exhausted. exhausted. It's literally describing when I worked at, at a call center and it was, it was an easy enough job, but stuff that got bad performance reviews or got you quote unquote in trouble with management oftentimes came down to just, probability and chance right like we, we did if, if i could and i in that job i could prove that i did everything that they would have ever right. a, asked me to do right. as a safeguard to, to to avoid and manage the negative outcome of the job but when i've done everything that they've given me the training for literally right. two weeks of training and for, probably even more more and, than and, what they asked yeah and more you know and and it still doesn't work out it didn't like the goodwill of me saying I can pr like a pr I can prove that I did my job and still got the negative outcome. Right. But they don't care that I did what they told me. They care whether or not they got that positive or negative. And suddenly my right. my effort that I put in didn't matter and could get me fired too. Right. Because of because of probabilities and chance that I can't control. I can only mitigate so much before it's just a like the proverbial flip of the coin. Right. And that comes back down to, oh, when you over-prepare and you're on survival mode. Mm -hmm. So when you're in survival mode, you're like, oh, okay, I got to over-prepare. I got to make sure that I can account for these things out of my control. And then you do that stuff. You get in that, in, that, in that mindset and you're forced to kind of stay in it in order to function. But that burns you out. That's going to lead to long-term. It's going to lead to like short-term gain maybe. But long-term, it's going to burn you out mentally. It's going to burn you out physically. It's going to burn you out mo emotionally. Right. It's going to... Even even when you're passionate about it, even when yeah, you we know, all just need breaks. Sometimes like, sometimes the passion dies out when you realize, oh, where's my break? Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, what the I mean? passion passion dies out for a lot of people when the want becomes a half. I want to do this versus I have to right. do this. Right, that's why people end up going from oh, I have this hobby to oh, I don't do the hobby anymore. Exactly, or, or it's, it's exactly. just or, or oh, I have this career. I mean, and then it turns into a hobby. It's because they don't want it to be a career anymore because they feel they feel that that pressure. That, yeah, I well, don't, it's not even in pressure. It's just right. it's just demands. Yeah, my favorite stuff in the world to involve myself with. I can't do all right. day every day, even though I love it. I. Like I've been, I've said on this podcast before, and I've I've let it I've let it be known on other shows that I've guested on, that like two of my biggest passions in life are pro wrestling and music. I have a massive 
record collection, but I, I, I need, there's times where I'm just done listening to music. I, right. I want to hear nothing. I, I want, I want to hear what life sounds yeah, like without music. Human. You know? Like we have different likes and, it, and, and we want to experience different things. We can't yeah, just do the same thing the same over thing. and over and over. And, and then, over. and same thing with wrestling. Like I can, well, we can, but you like, know what I, mean. I can marathon and catch up with everything that I follow, which is a lot. And I would watch it every single day for multiple hours if I could. But at some point, I'm gonna just hit a wall, and I'm gonna be like, I've enjoyed what I've seen. But if I and I can like I can feel it mentally too. It's like it's one of those things you can key in after after a while of like, I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and I have no problem with what I'm enjoying. But I'm just starting to mentally check out and like. My, my my interest in the moment is waning. And so like the more I watch past this point. Or you're mentally tired from it, that yeah, certain thing. Yeah, just burned out and just yeah. saying, I love this thing, but I need a break. Yeah, it's like I playing love, piano. Yeah, I it's, love whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play ahead. piano and then you give yourself a break. You come back after that mental break and you're stronger when, yeah. you, when you come back. So you need to give yourself those, yeah. like go piano, then go do something else, then yeah. come back. Yeah. Like that, I, I really strongly believe in doing a lot of things in your life and not just focusing on one, especially in today's day and age because technology. Because they don't let you. <laughs> well, what do you mean? I was going to say, well, they don't let you just do one thing. Like the 1% is called the 1% because that's how few people in the population qualify for that for that place and that's that's to say that we vastly outnumber all the people that comes back to the whole um picking one thing and sticking to it mm -hmm. because if you're working really hard on one thing and then you're you're really focused in on it you yeah. could be in the same boat as someone else who did the exact same thing mm -hmm. and like you said the one percent so the person who gets chosen is the one who will do whatever the business wants yeah. in that moment yeah the most sycophantic person yeah, so, will get it so if you have like for example if the business is very like hardcore and they're like we only think of money and business mm -hmm. the person who's going to get that raise or that promotion is definitely going to be the person who's like i agree with all of your morals and thought processes what's that you're going to have to like bleep this part but it's like that it's like that joke that you see going around like twitter oftentimes where it's like it's like elon musk slammed car door every elon musk fan masterful gambit sir masterful gambit right right so it really depends and what I've realized is there's so many different fields that you can go in, but every single field is the same. So, for example, if you want to be a fashion designer, you better know all the fashion designers in the business. You better yeah. know how the business runs. You better mm -hmm. know why they do what they do, like the Met Gala. Why the Met? What, what's the new trend? What are they? What are they doing? Who's going to be part of it? What are the colors? What's the? What's the? You know? And if you don't mm -hmm. respect that specific you know space. field yeah. that space then you're not you don't you're not part of it you're yeah. not you're not going to be there the ostracization happens ostracization yeah it happens and that's in right every away. every field that i've realized it's like not only the that's some, i just used the met gala as an example no, it's a good one you're, you're talking about insider clubs pretty much when it comes to yeah these, but these places. it's it's cool i like it but it's also like it shows you how much of your life and dedication you need to put into your job in order to be successful and, and see that's what's crazy because a job is meant to be a job so we all do our part and then the rest of the time we live our lives and they want, you know, people want dedication to a job and they want people to be passionate about a work, a work and a job and only that. And at the expense of like being passionate about like life and right. living outside of work workspaces, like it, 
Yeah, there's a difference. Commodi- there's like commodifying our time, man. We're only here for a hundred years. Right, and I totally get as well when you're in, then you're putting all your focus and yeah. time in the workplace, mm-hmm. right? And if you when love what you out, do, yeah. And if you love what you do, it's no, it's no shade, but right, like, right. Like you're saying, there's just gotta be, there's just gotta be more like balance. A, yeah, the balance exactly. Sometimes you can't make everyone happy, yeah, you know. Yeah. But the minority sometimes turns into the majority eventually as well, and we yeah. gotta keep our ears open. And that's why businesses are constantly evolving. But Going back to our topic of when when you are in the workplace and mm-hmm. you're feeling tired and you're feeling run down, there's something that needs to change in your life that will help you do better for yourself. Yeah. There, there's something there. And there's not really a set answer, but just know that if you are experiencing that, you're definitely not alone. Yeah. And honestly, on the same note, like, I feel like... I feel like we would really, really transform our workspaces and our work-life balances individually and collectively if we all found ways to become more comfortable actually airing our grievances. I just feel like there's not really a way to measure who's worked harder. And um, when it comes down to it, yes, someone could be better at a job than you. That doesn't mean that they worked harder all the time. Sometimes you both worked equally as hard, but, uh, it just became, it was more natural for the other person. Uh, and that's why they got promoted because they can see that, Hey, they get things quicker than you. Yeah, If if certain, if certain work behooves certain people, cause it comes a bit more naturally than someone else, then like, then obviously put that person like give that person a bit more, I won't say authority, but a little bit more responsibility and and put them in a position to succeed because that success right. would properly managed would be better for everybody. I agree Me- with that. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other person who, yeah, is doing the work, but maybe not to that immediate higher level. Still push is, them. Is still, is still. <laughs> push them to do better. Is- Thanks for watching ROFL. Reaching out for love. Check us out. Please go to Bosmuts at Instagram. See you guys later. <laughs>